So this is off an album of all re-recorded Righteous Brothers songs. They probably, there's probably, okay, this is a really funny eyewall thing. That, oh God, what was the song? Well, it's not funny unless I can think of it. Nice. Either. I'm just listening to the tune and thinking. Yep. Loved us tender. <laughs> it's all MIDI, isn't it? The bass I is hope MIDI. So. I personally hope so. <laughs> Lovey like doesn't quite hit that note, but I like that, you know? They'd always tune it up. I don't know, man. Like, like. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's I good. Know, I just, man. I'm glad they didn't tune it up. Is what I'm saying. Okay. It's probably pre-tuning. Well, yeah, I know, but it, now you know. That's what I mean, man. It's 1992. This is called Rock and Roll Heaven '92. Imagine if only they'd known who was about to drop within the next six years. Cobain. Lane Staley from right. Alice in Chains. I'm not sure if I mean, that's their world. Uh, you know, Elliot Smith. Uh, oh, the sort of indie. Yeah, the indie. Yeah, guys. A lot more. Indie what about grunge. Dimebag Daryl? I think he went down around that time. Yeah. Um, There's some big guys in there now, though. Michael yeah. Jackson. Would he get in, you know, given the allegations? To the song, I think so. I think it's that song is about musical respect. It's not really. It is like we say, separating the music from the man a a lot. There, like, I don't think they're talking about any personal allegations or anything. It's more to do with the songs. Roy introduced. I guess like George Harrison would be in there probably now too. You have two Beatles. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Yeah. George would be in there. That's true. He, yeah, I mean, a lot of those people that they mention, you died young. But I guess Roy Orbison, I mean, he was young, but he was like in his fifties. So he looked like he's in his nineties, though, didn't he? Yeah, but so, but they never mentioned anyone who just kind of died at like ninety of natural causes. You know, so now maybe though, you, the, I you think have now to, you would have to. Now you would have to. You have Bowie would know. be in there. I think it might have Leonard to be Cohen. gone before too soon. Vibe. Elvis? Elvis was like yeah, 40. He was, yeah, he just looked old, didn't he? <laughs> he, just, he was pretty tragic. That, yeah. Like, uh, you know, Prince I would put in there because he had the whole Tom drug Petty. thing. Yeah. Oh, Petty. so you have to have had a tragic death. Yeah, gone too soon. Well, Taken cancer. from us. He was taken from us. Who, who are we talking about? David Bowie. Yeah, Bowie was kind of gone too soon. Whereas Leonard Cohen, uh, although he had cancer, I think he uh, he did like a planned, you exit. know, what do you call it? A planned yeah, exit. like you know, like a Doctor Kevorkian. He was euthanized or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I don't know <laughs> if you of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm driving at. You're here, saying but... that that you don't think euthanasia would get you in. If you chose to leave, well, but then suicide, I feel like would 
get you in. So, a, a, like a chosen dad. You're, this is one of the, you know, euthanasia is a big debate. So you, you, you're really on is. the side of Cohen's not in heaven, so you're kind <laughs> of more of a right-wing <laughs> route. I'm just saying, I don't know. I'm talking about the song exclusively here, okay? okay? Um, that I think so far, it's all people who have kind of had had somewhat of a tragic death. What do you all think we- compelled them to like, I don't know, even heard it. Let's listen to this. What do you think this is going to sound like? It's going to sound so bad. Like a karaoke version. Yeah. Doesn't sound too bad. Keys kind of. A few too many keys, maybe, over the years. Or not enough. Yeah. Um, Aaron Neville style version. Well, I mean. No, what I was going to say was that one time I was trying to find a song, like I think it was like There's a Kind of Hush by Herman's Hermits or something on Spotify, and I discovered right. that they themselves had re-recorded it. It was like, there were like 30 versions, and they were all slightly different, and I think some of those 60s bubblegum or like British invasion groups did that because of like weird contracts and, copyright and like, and like copyright Taylor Swift's stuff. doing yeah, but they just did it like a bunch of it times. It didn't really work of... out for them the same way it's worked out for Taylor. No, but like maybe it did. I don't really know. Maybe they're like, if we keep recording it and releasing it on like different budget compilation LPs, like every dollar adds up. You oh, know like what I those mean? made for those, those ones, the adverts you'd see. Yeah. Of like and maybe re- if they do a new recording and then like mm-hmm. license it to like a different channel. Doing oh, because they thing. own the song, but they don't own the physical master. The master, exactly. So they're re recording it. Yeah. Yeah. And like multiple times. So then they're like every, because someone owns each master, <laughs> they just keep doing it. I mean, I can't, I can't imagine what other reason there could be for it. So. Yeah, just to make money. I mean, yeah, probably. Why would you record contracts. the same song? Yeah, maybe so they many just times. were like really like that song. <laughs> Book studio time. What do you guys want to do? Well, hmm, there's a kind of hush. Yeah, let's do it. Like, nice. I didn't think. Moni, moni. Yeah. <laughs> just doing Why the, the hell not? Why the hell let's not? Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. That's so funny. Every time you go to the studio, you're like, "What the hell? Let's cut it. Let's cut one more of that." I don't could think be better. Quite, I don't think we quite got there. Yeah, I feel I'm a bit tired today. Yeah. Not quite on my full game here, but I feel like. And sometimes when you're in that kind of headspace, you get like a like a deja vu mentality. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that there's like the condition, not the album. There's an album. By Crosby, Stills, Nash. Not deja like vu. Yeah, the condition. Deja vu no, mentality. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah. I was like, I, no, see, this is why I'm not sharp enough. I thought that, <laughs> I'm like, who wrote a record called Deja Vu Mentality? That <laughs> sounds like a Stevie Ray Vaughan song from That's the That's more of a, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Deja yeah. Vu Mentality. <laughs> yeah. With Tokyo Sundown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blow by blow. Yeah, exactly. But when I'm in this headspace, you know, you get that kind of deja vu mentality where you think yeah. things. I'm thinking things that I know, but I probably don't know in my brain, just misfiring. I'm thinking about a band that did just have one song. 
there's like one hit wonder bands who do just re-record i guess like you know if you went to see like montel jordan he'd probably play this is how we do it like a few times that night for sure yeah. you know what i mean open with it close with it yeah like return yeah. of the mac like he'd be you know, mark morrison would probably play that like twice at least yeah and it's like playing when you come into the yeah. into the place yeah like, on the stair i think the song was actually i'm into something good by herman's hermits there was see i think that, that like even like like Jerry and the Pacemakers might do Ferry Across the Mersey a couple of times. They've recorded that at least 25 times. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Mul- different members, not maybe not with all the original members, different singers, different people, everything. Yeah. Just a completely different band. That's what they do. But it is still them. It's like what we were talking about with the Allman Brothers estate thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't matter Rock as long as they're 2.0. signed off. Yeah, as long as the estate has signed the papers, yep. it's the it's like sorry uh, when you're someone's like leaving the the festival grounds complaining for a refund. Yeah, they're like that wasn't the Almond Brothers. Uh, excuse me, sir, that was indeed the Almond Brothers. I can show you the literature right here. Yeah, it says right here that that was the Almond Brothers according to the Almond Brothers estate. So I'm afraid. Uh, Title Four, Section Seven says no refunds can be issued for such a reason. Yeah, Rock and Roll Two Point Oh. That was a good bit. That was a good episode. Yeah, we'll get we back did. there once we're done with this demented tournament. Well, I was reading this week that uh, the talking of estates. This one seemed mm-hmm. interesting to me. That like, and I really didn't read too much about it, but that that Noel Redding and Mitch Mitchell's estates, so their children are suing Jimi Hendrix's <laughs> estate. Because they, yeah. and actually it is pretty fucked up. Like, I guess that they like just signed off on their royalties and got like a hundred grand or something. Like in like right. 1972. I could see that, but uh, I laugh because I've heard so much shit about Noel Redding. Like, it's yeah. funny. Like he, he's gone on so much about, he's like, you know what? Like, actually I wanted 